Welcome to Mafia, a new podcast telling stories of America's criminal underworld. Gotti assumed the position of head of the Gambino family. And using the name Donnie Brasco, I was able to infiltrate the uh, Bonanno uh, crime family in New York City. Bugsy Siegel is an American mob legend. One man changed the whole texture and landscape of crime in America. Listen to Mafia every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your favorite shows. Five, four, three, two, one. Cue music. This is Movies First. My name is Alex First. We're taking a look today at Logan. Two hours, 17 minutes. Hugh Jackman, 17 years. I'm not kidding as Wolverine. The year was 2000 when it all started for him. Logan, well, it's slick, it's violent, and it is long. This is supposedly the final instalment of Hugh Jackman as Wolverine, but uh, I don't know, James Bond, if they throw enough money at Daniel Craig, well, is he going to do it? Is he not going to do it? Maybe the same goes for Hugh Jackman. This one is a standalone story about sacrifice and redemption, although, of course, it links in with the series. It's 2029. Mutants are gone, or very nearly so. An isolated, despondent Logan is drinking his days away in a hideout on a remote stretch of the Mexican border, picking up petty cash as a limousine driver for hire. His companions in exile are the outcast Caliban and an ailing Professor X, whose singular and brilliant mind is plagued by worsening seizures. But Logan's attempts to shield himself from the world and his legacy abruptly end when a mysterious woman appears with an urgent request that Logan shepherd an extraordinary young girl to safety. Soon the claws come out again, as Logan has to face off against dark forces and a villain from his past on a live-or-die mission that'll set the time-worn warrior on a path towards fulfilling his destiny. Well, Hugh Jackman, yeah, first brought his energy to the mutant known as Wolverine, as I say, in the year 2000, in the film that launched the modern-day comic book blockbuster, director Brian Singer's original X-Men. And since then, he's reprised the role a further eight times. Jackman and Logan co-writer and director James Mangold had already taken the character to new far-flung places with the character's previous solo outing. That was 2013's The Wolverine that was set in Japan. In this one, Jackman stars alongside Patrick Stewart, Stephen Merchant, Richard E. Grant, and newcomer Daphne Keane. The latter plays an all-but-mute 11-year-old, who, dare I say it, is a chip off the old block. Wolverine, that is. We're gradually introduced to a new generation of laboratory-born children with superpowers. The villains of the piece are intent on creating super-soldiers that won't let feelings get in the way of their mission. An appropriately humorless Jackman, a shell of a man in a love-hate relationship with Professor X scowls his way through Logan. Despite this being his last foray as Wolverine, he maintains a strong, cantankerous presence. Patrick Stewart's X2 is a far cry from his glory days, and yet he recognises what an important role Wolverine still has to play. Really stealing the show here is Daphne Keane, who may not say much, but stands toe-to-toe with Jackman and well and truly holds her own. She displays quite some acting now to ensure her character has a number of dimensions. It's quite an impressive debut. 
What a matchup. And what a tee, Mike. MetroPCS and the iPhone SE for $0 on a network that covers 99% of people in the U.S. Oh, impressive. Play with the best. Switch to MetroPCS and get a 32-gig iPhone SE for $0. MetroPCS. Coverage not available in some areas, plus sales tax and $10 activation fee. Claim based on talk and text. Not valid for active numbers currently on our T-Mobile network or active on MetroPCS in the past 90 days. See store for details and terms and conditions. You're listening to Movies First. For more, like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. The slice and dice violence is particularly vigorous and aggressive. It all got a bit too much, especially as the finale just seemed to go on and on, with a succession of encounters between Wolverine and those chasing him. One thing I kept thinking about was that as Wolverine and those of his kind are impervious to gunfire or recover quickly from it, why was a veritable arsenal thrown at them? But perhaps that's me being a bit churlish. Nevertheless, Logan the movie does look good. John Matheson, who was responsible for Gladiator, was the director of photography. The sets also have impact. I was waiting for a scene after the credits to indicate the series would go on without Jackman. Unfortunately, there wasn't one. So judge that as you may. It's called Logan. In Australia, it's rated MA. Running time, two hours and 17 minutes. As far as I'm concerned, Logan scores a seven to seven and a half out of 10. My name's Alex First. Catch us next time on Movies First. You've been listening to Movies First. Subscribe to the full podcast at Audioboo, Stitcher and iTunes or your favourite podcast distributor. This has been another quality podcast production from Bytes.com. Welcome to Mafia, a new podcast telling stories of America's criminal underworld. Gotti assumed the position of head of the Gambino family. And using the name Donnie Brasco, I was able to infiltrate the uh, Bonanno uh, crime family in New York City. Bugsy Siegel is an American mob legend. One man changed the whole texture and landscape of crime in America. Listen to Mafia every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your favorite shows.